Good evening, everybody. Welcome to an episode of Living Loud Outdoors. On the mic with you in the office. We are home. Uh, Chris and I made it back in late yesterday afternoon from our trip over into Tennessee with Peter Snapdoor Ministries. What an incredible weekend. I I really hope that you guys keep up with the podcasts that we drop. Uh, man, if you don't, you need to get on our podcast platform and really uh, take your time to go through uh, some of the messages that I preach when I go on these events are, are the same messages that I preached last year when I was on these events, but I never say the same thing twice. So I, that's why I try to label them with the year we're there or something so you know which year's which because I, 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 I don't ever say the same thing twice. And we had an incredible, an incredible time of, uh, of fellowship on this trip. We had uh, an incredible time of ministry. I think we wound up with... Um, I believe there was 10 veterans uh, there, and we had four of our volunteers from Peterson Outdoor Ministries. Uh, we had Luke Hochaver, who's uh, the, the uh, winning pitcher for Game 5 of the 2015 World Series uh, with, with Kansas City uh, Royals. Um, we had uh, a couple of other retired ballplayers that were there with him. Uh, Tyler and, and um, Nathan were there, and uh, another one named Danny. Uh, Danny Winkler and I have become really good friends, and I say that we we message back and forth a lot. I really uh, I got good connection with with Danny. Just really feel a powerful connection with him, and God just pours out through that man. Um, the, you know, as they struggle through their life, I mean, we look at them. We pedestalize a lot of people. You know, we we have a tendency to to put people up on pedestals, and you know, they're professionals. You know, they're they're probably making bank and. You know, we're just lowly peasants to these guys because, you know, they got everything they need and, you know, they're rich or whatever. And you know what? They're no different than the rest of us. They're just trying to find their way through this life. They're trying to provide for their families, uh, trying to provide uh, an avenue to lead through. Um, and so they're, you know, we, we shouldn't be pedestalizing them. There are many who don't deserve that. That's for certain. But there are a lot of these guys who are very humble, very down to earth, uh, very desiring of allowing God to use them in whatever way is necessary, whatever way is possible. Uh, Tyler, that that uh, was a, a he's a retired pitcher as well, and um, man, he he's working with a ministry right alongside of Luke Cochaver with uh, working with this um, ministry to ball players. What what an incredible thing there that it's literally a ministry designed to to minister to. The major league ball players. So, uh, what a, we just a beautiful time. Our veterans, of course, from all kinds of walks of life and, and different parts of the country that came in for this event. Just an inc- we start off Thursday night. Uh, I did the message Iron Sharpens Iron, and we talked about what it means to you know to come into fellowship like that and how important that is for us. And uh, they they started the hunt on Friday. Uh, we started right off on Friday morning on in the duck blinds and. Uh, they got to do some shooting, and then Friday afternoon they chased some quail, and they planted some quail, uh, brought in some some dogs, and they chased quail. And uh, then it, it Saturday morning they got back out, and they got to hunt for a while Saturday morning, and the rain set in and kind of socked us in on Saturday into the lodge. And uh, then on Sunday we were back in the blind on Sunday morning and uh, back in the quail field on, on Sunday afternoon. So just a busy weekend of, of great fellowship and great outdoor adventures uh, with God's creation. And in the process of it, the ministry times that took place in the middle were phenomenal. We God just really poured out um, 
my friend Danny Winkler, as he he brought his guitar and and on Friday evening uh, I ministered and uh, on Friday evening I, I, I ministered this sermon and and he brings some music into it as as we started, but then uh, this last song that he played was so so cool, so good and and. I wound up just having him play it again, and we ministered through that, and we watched again, watched God move. And over all of this stuff, I, of course, I come home, and I, I reflect. I got I got real emotional a couple of times because as we're processing the weekend, you know, we're sitting around, and there's conversations going on all over the building and, and taking place in all different ways, and some group of two people over here, a group of three over here, and, and I'm just kind of filtering around, and I'm hearing bits and pieces of every sermon in in all these different conversations. So it was truly awesome to watch God move on the hearts of our of our men um during this event and watched him pour in to all of us as we as we were just obedient to him in his calling and uh, we did the duck call sermon which is you know one that I always bring when I come to these events. Uh, I did another message called Community and Tribe. Uh, it's one that I've done before. I actually wrote that message while at Lou Cochaver's Lodge, Whistling Wing Farms, um, and then closed it out Sunday with a message called The Burial Cloth. Again, it's one I've done before, and I really battled doing it again this year, but it just fit, and, and it completely blended that whole weekend together. Uh, we all got up early Monday morning and cleared out our gear and remade beds and cleaned up our mess a little bit, ate some breakfast. The the, the cook, the chef for the Kansas City Royals uh, is good friends with Luke, and he comes down. He's become a great friend from all of us. TJ comes down, and, and one of our, uh, Adam Bracken with Peter Snapdome Ministries, they did all the cooking, they did all the prepping, they did all the grocery shopping. We ate extremely well. We had all kinds of food. It was incredible. So we got up and, and, of course, TJ cooked us up our breakfast to kick us out, you know, and all of us making our way back to our homes. All of this reflection, uh, emotions in me as I listened to these guys express their experience for the weekend. And what a beautiful time. I, I can't say enough about what God does through Peter Snyder Ministries, uh, how he uses all of us, all the volunteer base. It's a huge incredible base of volunteers for Peterson Outdoor Ministries. Uh, kudos to everyone who works with Petersons. Um, man, what a, what an, just a, a God, God ordained organization. That's all. There's no other way to say that. I can't say it enough. Uh, great leadership uh, and great volunteers. And we, we allow God to use us and there's great effect on all who, who enter into one of our events or our property. So, I just I had something that just stirring in me about all of this event, and I really just thought, you know, this will be a good way to cap out kind of where we've been lately. You know, I've, I, a lot of the messages that I've brought have been what I call shin kickers or toe stompers, whatever you'll call them, and it probably isn't going to change much because I, I just really feel this this movement to keep going deeper. I, I don't think we have arrived anywhere yet. I think there's much more to discover in what God wants us to hear. Tonight, I titled this The Burning Bush. Uh, if you, you go all the way back to Exodus chapter 3, verse 1 through 5, and I'll bring this in the amplified version. We're, we're going back to, to Moses, okay, back into Moses' time. 
it says in, in Exodus chapter 3, verse 1 through 5, it says, Now Moses was keeping the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led his flock to the west side of the wilderness, and he came to Horeb, Sinai, the mountain of God. The angel of the Lord, and the Bible actually has the angel of the Lord capitalized in my Bible, uh, in my Bible app on this Amplified Version, and it has a caption underneath it. And the reason it's capitalized is because historians believe that it was actually um, God himself who appeared to Moses. So the angel of the Lord or God appeared to him in a blazing flame of fire from the midst of a bush. And he looked and behold, the bush was on fire, yet it was not consumed. So Moses said, I must turn away from the flock and see this great sight. Why the bush is not burned up. Now you think about that for a moment. You ever come across anything that's on fire that's not actually burning? That's not being burned up that's that's not possible that's that in the physical realm that's not i mean there has to be a holy encounter with god because he sees this bush that's on fire but it's not being burned up I mean, we know what a wood fire does right it consumes the wood it burns it up i've got a whole message about that so it goes on to say this when the lord saw that he had turned away from the flock to look it's very important that we catch this When the Lord saw that he had turned away from the flock to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. Then God said, Do not come near. Take your sandals off your feet out of respect because the place on which you are standing is holy ground. Again, such a powerful piece of scripture that we really need to understand What's being said, God did not speak to him until he turned away from his business, what was keeping his mind occupied, to look at this bush, this this phenomenon that God was causing and that got his attention. When he did turn to look, that's when God spoke to him and he called out to him. And then not only did he call out to him, he said, dude, take the, take the shoes off your feet because where you're standing is holy ground. I would think we should understand that any time we find ourselves in the very presence, manifest presence of God, and we're seeing the miraculous right before our eyes, we should understand we're standing on holy ground. God is right there with us, and we need to pay attention to that. Now, now we know where this story leads. God calls Moses to lead his people to the Israelite nation out of captivity and into their promised land, right? But the point... I want to make with this message is just a real simple truth. I'm not going to give you a lot of history. I'm not going to take you through. You'll have to go in and look at the life of Moses and his journey. Uh, If you want to do that and how he led the people out of captivity, very powerful, very interesting story. I want to bring a simple truth out of this. I want you to understand that God often shows up or shows himself to us in very mysterious or even unrecognized forms. And I think some some of you could really give me an amen here because you've experienced this. You've, you've seen this. You've come to an understanding of this. That God often shows himself to us or he shows up in a situation in a very strange or mysterious or even unrecognized form. But I want you to really catch this. It is only those who see, only those ones who understand and recognize that it's him. Those 
shall be used to turn a nation. Those shall be used to lead others away from darkness. Here's a quote for you. An author, Margaret Browning, said this powerful quote. Every bush is aflame with the fire of God, but only those who see take off their shoes. Ooh, now I want you to catch this. Every bush is aflame with the fire of God, but only those who see take off their shoes. The rest just pick the berries. Man, somebody needs to catch this tonight. You see, God's Spirit is around us in, in, in every direction you want to look. The fire of God is burning all around us. There are, there are bushes aflame. There, are, there are, are, are fires of God all around us. But we have to have the eyes to see, the spiritual eyes to see God representing himself in such because it's until we see, we're, he's not going to speak to us beforehand. We've got to get our eyes on him. He wants our attention on him before he speaks to us. And those who don't, those who, who, who can't see the fire, all they see is a bush full of berries. And they sit around and waste their time by picking berries rather than hearing the voice of God speaking to them. I want to ask you tonight, do you see him? When you see him and turn toward him, he will speak profoundly to you very profound truth to you, and, and move you into his power and his calling. I encourage you tonight to fully understand this message and don't get caught just picking berries. Look for the fire of God around you. Look for the uncommon. Look for the mysterious. He's here. He's all around us. He's waiting for us to see him. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for following along with our podcast. Uh, thank you for supporting us financially. I know we're, we're cruising into the last part of this year. Uh, if you want to support us financially, all of our giving links are available to you right on our website, www.livingloudoutdoors.com, pinned right to the top of our Facebook page. Uh, we, would, we would covet your support. I know, Ron and I believe beyond shadow of a doubt, that when you give, and your heart is pure, that God will in turn, in the same measure in which you give, he'll give back to you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. It'll be poured right into your lap. God will supply your need. God will take care of everything. He takes care of us. He, he, we trust him to take care of us, and he does just such. He always provides when we're in need. We believe that. We stand on that promise. I know that God will do the same for you. You can't outgive him, you can't outrun him, and you certainly can't outserve him. So just serve him the best you can. If you want to give, awesome. We'll, we would we would covet your gift. If if more than anything, we covet your prayers. Please continue to pray over Rhonda and I. Pray over this ministry and its direction that we're effective and that we're obedient to whatever it is that he wants for us to do. Amen. We love you guys so much. We're praying for you. God bless you. We'll talk to you again real soon.